Welcome to DBPA, the Drunk Bitches Podcast. I'm Jamie. And I'm Sarah. Each episode, we pair a wine with a topic where you get more lip with each sip. So let's get started. But first, pass the wine, bitch. Hello, DBP listeners. Welcome to our episode called The Fanny Pack is Back. Dun, 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 dun. dun. It's going to be great. The fanny pack is back. Who knew? Right? I would have never guessed that. Mm-mm. I thought Mm-mm. that shit was long gone. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> these trends seem very cyclical. They do. So what exactly are we doing today? So today we are talking about our favorite fashion trends, um, our favorite fashion faux pas, <laughs> the ones we wish wouldn't come back, the ones we like. And some of the new ones that are coming out were when our thoughts on that. Yeah. And uh, we have paired this fittingly with um, the Tendance Caledoc wine. Because Tendance in Francais <laughs> means... Because we're so fluent. On trend. So, like, if you were in France and you wanted to be like, oh my god, you're so trendy, you'd be like... Say tre tendance. Well, that just means like two a tre two a trendance. There you go. You are trendy on trend. Trendy. Look at that. Is that like on fleek? That's like the original on fleek. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! god, It took me forever to figure out how to use on fleek. I still don't even understand it. I Uh mean, no. One of my younger cousins was like, "Your eyebrows are on fleek." Shut up! Is something wrong with them? Are they on fire? What are you saying? You're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Let's use real I was words. Like, uh, this is not my generation. That's like me knowing what FOMO and YOLO meant. It took me a long time. FOMO? Yeah. Hashtag fear of missing out. Oh, FOMO. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's yep. interesting. Yep. So, um, this is a 2017, and it is indeed a French wine. Uh, so I'm gonna pop it open. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, a it's, it's a rose. You said that, I think. Uh did I? I think you did. I don't know if I did. But it's really freaking pretty. It's a rosé, and, um, you know, it is summer in Wisconsin, so I guess we rosé all day. Oh, yeah, we easily could. <laughs> but um, Jamie knows I'm not a huge rosé fan. I don't dislike it, but it's definitely not my patio pounder go-to. But really that nice. being said, it is quite popular. We're pouring three glasses today, just because I feel like pouring one. Oh my god, it's so pretty. Pouring an extra one. So the color is like a very light salmon-y pink. Yeah. Like slightly pinkier. I mean, the foil on this one is like gorgeous. It reminds me of like my dream, like, I don't know, high school dress, like going to a dance dress. Oh. I did have an iridescent. Well, we can talk about that when we get into our fashion trends. Oh, shoot. Okay. (laughs) All right. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, batch. Or as they say in Francais. Hmm. Um, where'd you get this? Oh, I bought didn't it at Total Wine. Oh. They had it there. I didn't check our local one, um, our local wine shop, but um, they, it's weird. I thought we were going to get a 2015. Okay. Then I found some information on 2016, and when I went there, there was only 2017. So... I think that rosés are actually meant to be drunk younger anyway. And so I think it's fine that it's not like a 2015. Yeah. I don't necessarily know that they age so super I well. So I barely smell anything. Well, 
I was thinking that I smell something yeasty, but that could just be the crackers that I just ate. So I don't really want to judge it like that. But I mean, I. It's not really I'm not perfuming. Really, no. That's, it might have been too cold. I don't know, you guys. I'm not sure. Maybe I have a cold. I'm not getting much. Remember what we learned uh, from our recent trip to some of those wine distributors is that they thought that sometimes if you chill the wine and then allow it to slowly come back up to room temperature, that it actually brought out more of the flavors and perfumes and stuff. So this if has we're been chilled. Patient, yeah. I don't know. It does taste good though. It's a uh, light tasting. Um, I don't know. I have a hard time describing rosé. It's never like my Actually, go-to. So here's the thing. So I think it's really light. It's sort of a, it's not overly fruity. Like it's not like, um, I, well, I was, I was going to get a little bit more into the grape too, because it's not like it's too Tell us. grapes, but it is very, I think, um, sort of like an even keel, a very smooth flavor, almost like you're drinking like, um, I'm going to strawberries, say like, but like a watered down, a like, watered down strawberry, ooh, but strawberry infused water. Yes. How's that? Like there strawberry slash watermelon infused water. Yeah. Like something like that. Cause it's very, it's actually feels very refreshing and very thirst quenching here. This is, this is the kind of wine that's dangerous. Cause you could just keep drinking uh, it exactly, and be like, but I haven't had that much cause I'm not really, but what's our ABV on this? Our alcohol by volume. 13%. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's pretty, uh, <clears throat> in past years, I think it's around that 13% level as well. Um, so Caladoc is the grape. Um, and many of you like us are probably like, what the hell is that? Like, where do you find that? And it turns out it is a relatively more recent, I feel like we've done a couple of these now, but a, a relatively more recent, uh, recently developed grape. And it's a cross between the Malbec grape, okay. and, which is native to France, and then the Grenache, which is also native to France. So is this a French? It's very French. So. Very Francais. Francais. Tendance. Everything what? is very fitting. Yeah. Yes. Um, so... This one, again, it's from, the, it's from the Rhone Valley in France, and uh, it is a cross between the Malbec and the Grenache. Uh, it was developed, oh my God, this is like its 60th anniversary. Shut the front door. Happy birthday, Caladoc. Um, and so the reason why it was developed. So it's 1958? Yeah. I had oh, yeah. to do the math. <laughs> I'm like, don't make our listeners do math while they're drinking wine. <laughs> I mean, it took me a while. I've been staring at the number of the year for a long time. You're like, Hold so on. I was like, oh, wait, I'm going to make everyone use their brains. Uh, just kidding. Yes. Thank you, Sarah. It's 1958. <laughs> uh, it's 1958. And um, it was developed with, I quote from Wikipedia. It was created with the aim of having a vine that could grow in southern France that was less prone to couleur than either of its parents. What is? It? What did you just say? Couleur. I'm just. That might not be how you pronounce it in France, but it's like color. Oh. But it's not couloir. See, it's C O U L U R E, and it's also called shatter uh, in the states. 
And Kulur, yeah, Kulur is a viticultural hazard that basically means that the grapes don't, the flowers on the grapevines don't blossom. And so it doesn't actually get fertilized. So it doesn't produce its typical yield. And you can imagine what that does for a lot, like for vineyards who are trying to make some moolah. Right. Like make a product and make something that's um, more consistent across the years. And so... Yeah, so it's it's a it's a big deal, and uh, it is triggered by periods of cold, cloudy, rainy weather, or very high out of season temperatures. So, think about crazy fluctuation in temperatures and weather conditions, and that's essentially what's gonna. I think that that is what's gonna freak out a bunch of uh, vineyard owners who have grapes who are susceptible to that. Okay. Wow. Um, so how, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So how come we don't see it that often? I haven't seen Caladoc like ever. I know, and we couldn't even find this. Like, is this the only one? So Jamie and I were convinced that this was fake wine. <laughs> it's pretty. It's got a like, cool shaped bottle too, but it does. But I'm like, is this fake wine? Where did this come from? So yeah, I think part so of it weird. is because it's not recognized by the AOC. Say it in French. Oh shit. <laughs> Appellation Dorjon Dorjean Dorjean Controle. I like that. I'm cool with that. Okay. <laughs> Appellation Boudabou <laughs> Boudabou. Friends episode reference. Yes. Joey is speaking French. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh god. So, uh, so a little bit about AOC. Yeah. Um, so basically that is what the, the French kind of organization that uh, classifies and recognizes different wine based on their location and region and varietal. And sort of like a, it's almost as if you could expect a certain type of quality yes. given the certain um, categorization, similar to for the DOC and the DOCG in Italy, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. Good Good reference, oh, thank Jamie. You. Um, so, let's see. I'm just reading a little bit here because I uh, got so focused on my pronunciation. <laughs> my mind has got like A O C E Appellation d'origine. Appellation controlée. Appellation. Oh yeah, you're Shoot. probably I don't even know. Right? Shit, my French teacher would be so disappointed Shh. in me. She's probably not listening. That's Mine's true. probably not either, so. That's a true story. <laughs> okay, so AOC began in 1411. Like, that's so freaking old. Insane. And, correct me if I'm wrong, but these different categories are not just applied to wines, but they're applied to other products from France, right? Yes. So there's currently over 300 French wines that have the AOC on their label. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. There are over 300. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but 300 sounds like a pretty low number considering the number of wines that come out of France. I would agree. So what are these requirements? I mean, I'm just curious about the requirements. Actually, there's a lot of label requirements. Yeah. Yeah, um, and they do like this blind tasting before they even put the label on the bottle of wine. Isn't that kind of cool? 
That is actually really cool, but man, I can't even imagine prepping for that. So they're known by their geographic name. So like Sancerre or Volnay or uh-huh. Cote Rote or whatever. And then not so much by the variety, the grape varieties. So it's more the region. Oh, I feel like that's true because I think yeah. that that's something that is more pronounced on French wine labels. Yeah. So sometimes you look at a label and you're like, I have no idea where this comes from. And you have to search for yes, like... but on the French wines, it's like right over... Huh. It's pretty obvious. Okay. If you care. If, if you care. <laughs> that's like another good point. Yeah. Some exactly. people just don't care. Some people don't care. So what other products are AOC designated? Butter. <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> Honey. I saw that there's a lavender oil. Oh, God. Like, what does that... I mean, what does that even mean? A what? lavender oil is AOC... I mean... Stamped? What? Actually, I don't know that I would really pay too much of a premium on lavender oil, but man, I am a sucker for lavender. <laughs> I am too, but I mean, like, that's kind of crazy. Like, I just got a lavender. They're like, what kind of massage do you want here in Napa? And I was like, oh. They're like, you can do this upgrade. You can have lavender body butter. And you can also have a lavender scalp massage. And I was like, yes and yes. Please. Or have you ever had the eye masks that are lavender? No, but that sounds so wonderful. (sighs) Next spa day. Okay. Um, So, essentially, this AOC classification is meant to... um, certify wines and basically say that they are up to a a level, a standard, a French standard, a French standard. And I believe that the French are sort of some of the most strict when it comes to these certifications Mm -hmm. and, and what you have to meet. And I think that some of these, and we're not going to get into super, super detail, but I think that the classification, like the level of classification has to do with, um, the percentage of that particular thing, uh, product, whether it be wine, cheese, chicken, I, I don't know, whatever. Okay. Um, whether a certain amount of work done on that product comes from the, that particular region, like it has to be like 80% and there's something that signifies that this is solely grown, made, packaged, et cetera, et cetera, in the single region in France. And that's like the highest that you can attain. But I think that there's more that goes into it with wine and I'm sure with cheeses and things like that. But certain levels of probably alcohol and uh, a certain percentage of grapes, uh, varietals, and things like that. So, yeah. Uh, super I wonder intense. what you could try and like get AOC qualified or designated. Like the most random shit. Oh, well, I'm sure that they keep a good log. <laughs> Make it very interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I'm do sorry. you need some more already? Yeah, I do. Sarah, I've had a really long day. More. Yeah, yeah, you have. All right. This is true. This is, we're just going to pour there. We're just going to pour. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, as we said, this is, it goes down pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Just look at. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, you can't see the this. The thickest part is at the bottom. That this means is there's true. the most at the bottom. This is true. It's, I understand. It's like a cone-shaped bottle. Come on it's now. like, it looks like it's nearly empty, folks. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, they, they're starting to experiment a little more with Caladoc is what I, what I kind of was yeah. reading. So maybe we'll see more of this. Maybe we won't. Ooh, smell it now. Oh, oh see? Yes, you're I think right. there's more. Yep. I think there's more fruit. I actually points. smell the strawberry now. Exactly. Um, so the smell and the taste are pretty... No, it smells really, similar. really... 
It's so fresh. It feels like you're like walking through a garden or like you're like in like a farmer's market. I'm in like a strawberry field, picking them, throwing in my face and then pouring wine on my head. Strawberry (laughs) fields. So just get a visual of that because that would be hilarious. (laughs) What? I'm smashing strawberries on my face and then pouring wine (laughs) while walking down the strawberry field. Oh my God. (laughs) There's a place called Central. Called I almost Rangers. dropped my wine. You're moving that table runner. Yeah. Um, okay, so really quick. Okay. So the two grapes that this comes from. Yeah. And we have to consider how this maybe was made. Okay. Okay, Malbec Grenache. Right. Two super dark. Yeah. Super, super intense red grapes. Yeah. And tannin. Super tanniny. Yeah. Um, I They're both full-bodied. They're both full-bodied wines yeah. and um, typically will have sort of the higher alcohol content. I think, you know, obviously you consider like where it's from. You might get different, more herbaceous notes from one area of Grenache versus another. I know French Malbec tends to be different and not as as some might find spicy as mm-hmm. uh, Argentinian or Chilean. <clears throat> okay. But so essentially what we're talking about is this wine is produced in parented by two very bold grapes and this wine is described from total wine as being full-bodied i don't think it is i don't think it's full-bodied either i mean maybe in here refined nose maybe it's medium-bodied yeah maybe medium yeah and it is crisp like you feel that like i feel like there's like a hint of like that gala gala apple i'm getting a lot of light you're getting a lot of light Light. Light body. Light body. I don't know if I would say medium. I feel like I get... Can we say light to medium? Sure. Okay. All right. Done and done. (laughs) Uh, It does say citrus, although I really am feeling that this is more... This is legit strawberry. Oh, it is strawberry. They say raspberry, strawberry. I'm just getting the strawberry. I am too. And Mm. um, served with smoked salmon? No way. (laughs) Okay, it, they probably say that because it'll match the color. But but smoked salmon would overpower this. It's on trend to match your food. Color. To wine in your food color. Colors? Mm. Really? Couleur. No, I'm kidding. Oh, see, there you said it, right? <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, but no, I, no way I would poke. I mean, the smoked salmon would just overpower this wine. It would I just, just that's don't think all it would taste you would, that great. No, that's all you would taste. That's not. I this disagree. is like light. This is like when we talked about like the Riesling, the Kung Fu, Kung Fu Girl Riesling. Like, you want to pair it with something that's like light, a summery salad, something that's like fresh, you know, like maybe some like chicken and some like, you know, lighter vegetable. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm sitting, you know, not potatoes in my opinion, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm not sure I hundred percent agree with Total Wines. Um, so they call it a medium body rosé restrained in style with ginger and citrus notes. Hmm. We do like accenting ginger. strawberry fruit, and that it's dry and refreshing on the finish. Mm. It's, I don't get dry on the finish. Uh, I get refreshing. Refreshing, I, but I don't think it's like a sweet. It's not a sweet rosé. No, it's not sweet. Thank um, God. I know, right? Um, yeah. So I think that this is. I I think that this is a good uh, rosé, actually, because you know we actually just went to a rosé tasting, and. I think that, you know, 
we've said before, we struggle with like white wines, but I think that rosés are even more challenging to find a good rosé. I agree. I prefer white wine over rosé most of the time. Yeah. Now I have to say that that's true. But not, I mean, people really enjoy rosés and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are really into it. Well, and I think that there tend to be extremely acidic rosés and I, that is not the rosé for me. This is like smoother. It's like, uh, more, uh, I hate to say more fruity because it's not like a fruit in your face. It's mm-hmm. not just like overloading you. Yeah. It's very, everything is very subtle about it. And again, we said that you can like really <laughs> toss this back very easily. So to me, I think that this is a, a pretty good rosé and, and should, you know, if people are as fickle as we are when it comes to our wine, like this should be a crowd pleaser. I would yeah. think for a lot. There's only a few rosés that I want to keep in my house. Yeah. Would this be one of them? I, I could do this one. Yeah. Yeah, some of it's, them. You want to know, it only cost me $14. Oh. So it's really... It looks not fancier than that. It looks way fancier. Yeah. It's like there's like foil on the label. Like it's like shiny foil to match Check out our Instagram page. Oh yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. The only other We're thing I website. wanted to say about this particular wine. Okay. And then we can move on to our trendiness. Or lack thereof. Um... <laughs> Is that it says here on the label that it was estate bottled for Olivier and Frank Mousset by a particular company. Okay. So I probably, like a month ago, would not have paid any attention to that. Okay. But from what we learned at that one tasting at Vino Third Ward. Uh-huh. Was that when it says estate bottled, like now they're putting on labels that say like estate grown or produced and bottled. Like this only says the bottled. So I'm just curious where, I mean, and a lot of company, a lot of vineyards do this. Like they partner, I'm sorry, a lot of wine companies do this. They partner with different vineyards from certain areas that they really like the grapes. There's not a lot of, uh, territory that they can take up. And so it's more financially sound for them to actually just like pay somebody for the grapes. So I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's interesting to note for this particular wine is that the grapes come from somewhere else and possibly could come from a variety of locations um, in order to produce this. And so we might get some different flavors from, say, one vineyard versus another vineyard that they use as Mm -hmm. well that's 20 miles north. Because from what I understand, in France, the vineyards, like nothing is too far spread out, but even just the span of like 10 miles will maybe even less, will drastically change the taste of the same type of grape. So it could be fake. We really don't know where it came from. (laughs) Hashtag fake wine. (laughs) Hashtag not really. It's really not. It's a good wine. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) But you, I mean, folks. I mean, that's what I got from all that. Look at (laughs) It's totally fake. It's just fake. They just pour juice in here and we're just pretending to get drunk off of it. That's why I don't feel anything. (laughs) Duh. You don't feel anything? No. I don't know. <laughs> Sarah's had a long day. Anywho, so <laughs> tendons. We're on trend. We're on are trend. we on trend? We're on fleek. We're wearing our DBP shirts. Yeah, we are. We're totally on trend for this podcast. Hell yeah. DBP, yes. DBP is on trend. Um, Let's not get too drunk. So, hashtag I might. <laughs> hashtag um, it's, it's, it's almost the weekend. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so trends. What? What do we mean by trends? Like, what are the are we ta- the fashion trends that are coming in and out of our life? I mean, I think that's mostly what we're talking about because 
we can't really talk about technology trends because they keep like advancing forward and forward and forward. Oh yeah. But I know, I like, it's like, you know what? Fashion needs to kind of be inventive. I mean, I feel like we just keep seeing the same shit over and over again. Like, why this am I like seeing movies? Yes. Why am I seeing the stuff that I saw when I was a kid? Like, I'm sorry. No one wants the nineties back and no one wants the, the- uh, <laughs> I mean, there is a, there is a tinge of nostalgia that true, but there was some, up. there was some stuff that needed to not come back. Can we, Agreed. can we, can we talk about some of those things? What's yeah. your, what's your lead? Okay. What's your most cringeworthy? Uh, I know what mine is. My most cringeworthy. I, I mean, I honestly, I'm going to have to say that it has, so I've seen more fringe stuff coming out too. Yeah. And fringe I is a 2018 really understand like, trend. this. Like I, okay. I trust me. I never wore this before. I think ever in my life. Okay. I've never worn fringe. But to see that coming back, I still, like, I'm just like, why? That was more of a 70s thing, right? I know, but it's yeah. back. Same with, like, bell-bottom jeans. But consider that that also made a comeback. It was in the 70s. See, it I was in the 90s. bell-bottom jeans, though. Uh, well, wait, back when you were in school? Like, in, like, the 90s? Yeah. So, in the 90s, I was anti-anything that touched my legs, so I wore baggy jeans. Oh. Like, everything I wore was baggy. I should find a picture for you. Yeah, I'd love to see that. It's no, I, I was in. I would wear like the really bell bottomy jeans. Would and then, you with like heels to school? No. Oh, oh, oh shit! I was like, damn, Sarah. No, but I I like the bell. So that's not my most cringeworthy. I, I like that now. I won't lie, it's oh, coming really? back, and I actually do like more of like the trouser leg that are coming back. So it's like. It's, they're not bell bottoms necessarily, but they're sort of, they're not baggy. They're not the carpenter jeans that I wore yeah. back in sixth grade, but like they're slightly more fitted in the thigh also because I have big legs. But anyway, yes, um, I, I do. but then they, they sort of like, they're just, they're all around wide leg. And so it sort of leaves a little extra breathing room for your calves as opposed to the skinny jeans, which is on the other spectrum. But okay. I do like skinny jeans. I like skinny jeans. Yeah, yeah, I like them. Um, uh, okay. Wait, so, what's your most what's your most cringeworthy? So yours is fringe. I want to tell you one of my favorite ones, but my yes. most cringeworthy is bodysuits. Oh, <laughs> the fact that those came back. The first time I saw them in the store, I was like, are you freaking kidding me right now? American Apparel? Oh my God. I don't know. I don't even know where, where they I They sell was. a lot. But the first time I saw it, I was like. I must be hallucinating because no one in their right mind would bring would this shit Would want to back. wear that shit. Like, I remember Guys, being... Go go ahead. Go ahead. I remember being, like, 13. Did you have them? I had several <laughs> in different colors that matched, like, the jeans that I'm I would sure. wear. <laughs> like, I remember I had this maroon one, and it matched my cream-colored jeans with, like, wait, maroon wait, 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 lining. Wait, 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 I'm not kidding you. You had a maroon... I'm just trying to imagine this. Okay, step back, everybody. I didn't have boobs, by the way. Was Sarah like wearing no, a I maroon top with cream-colored pants. Normally, you find that the dark goes on the bottom and it's flip-flop. Right, except I was 13 and trapped in the 90s. That's great. <laughs> so, but I remember, like, trying to button... Was them. it a turtleneck one? No. Oh, my no. sister had a it. It was like round neck. Okay. But I have like a lot. And I remember trying to button them 
and like go to the bathroom and stuff. It's like the worst. You're experience. like wearing a fucking onesie for a baby. Yeah, but they're like, oh, it's automatically tucked in, so it's awesome. Listen, I think that the the benefit is far outweighed just wear by a tank the cons. Top. There, wear a freaking. Don't buy a stupid long ass shirt. Okay, okay, that's it. Because well, if you buy a long ass shirt, then you gotta shove everything in there, and then you have like weird crumple pants, like because like your shirt is. I think in. these are advocates of the bodysuit. That's their argument. I don't. I I'm sorry. I don't want to feel like I'm an infant. I'm sorry. I don't need to be digging down there. <laughs> okay. I'm like, or sometimes when we get unsnapped, and you're like, oh, oh my shit. God. <laughs> I can't. Because there'd be like three little snaps that would snap them okay. together. Okay, so speaking of speaking of issues with going to the bathroom. Yeah. With that too. Or becoming unsnapped. The situation with rompers. Now I own one. Okay, so I really want I kind of like them. But but I think they give you like a mom ass. Oh, I'm not sure about that. I just mean? like the phys- the physics. Behind the going fact that you have to take bathroom. off all your clothes, literally. And guess what? I mean, I know that they're really probably very comfortable and very. Um, uh, what's the word? Uh, it's lazy. It's a little lazy. Well, but consider like people wear them to like festivals and like concerts and shit. You're peeing in a porta potty. That's disgusting. Like you got to hold that shit up in addition to if you're if you're carrying anything. Okay, else. the thought of and being this is before naked. we talk about fanny packs. But if you're carrying a purse, you got to hold that purse up too. And like, it's like, there is like logistically so much to hold on to that like, why would you just not wear regular pants or shorts or a skirt? The thought of being naked in a skirt a potty is horrifying to me right <laughs> it's now. It's alarming. Um, so I mentioned fanny packs too. Okay, so here's my thing on fanny packs. See, then that's the title of our show. The fanny pack is back because I never thought that shit would come back. I mean, besides bodysuits, but I feel like I feel like bodysuits. I see them in stores, but I don't actually know anyone who wears them now. I mean, back in the day, like all me and my friends all wore them. Okay, but fanny packs. I used to have a hot pink new kids on the block fanny pack and I think I actually had two of them I think one was hot pink and one was hot green oh my god I would have been so jealous of you (laughs) there's a little fly you would have been jealous of the new kids on the block fanny pack yeah Yeah. so yeah I had a a poster in my room that was it oh I also had the matching water bottle of NKOTB yep I had the matching water bottle I had the sheets I had a sleeping bag Nope. <laughs> We're trying to catch the fruit fly. Uh, I had a sleeping bag. I had all sorts of gear. But <laughs> most notably was the fanny pack. So fast forward like 15 years later. when yeah. there, So this is the in-between time between when fanny packs were hot and now when they're hot again. Yeah. Okay. I go to Europe with my dad. What does he sport? A fanny Shut pack. Up. Why? Because it's he thinks it's the most convenient thing ever. Hold the phone. I'm like I feel Your like dick. we can't walk together. <laughs> Jamie's in deep thought. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I have legitimately seen a male, a male, a, a middle aged male, this carrying is... a fanny pack. I mean, it wasn't a hot pink because on the black one, but. <laughs> Well, considering that this was before NKOTB came back, too, probably. Mm-hmm. Like, there, if he had worn a New Kids on the Block 
fanny pack. He that would have been double faux pas. Straight ass ridiculous. He would have been double faux pas, but that's a double negative. So does that make it a positive? You've lost me. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know, but if my dad wore a new kids on the block fanny pack, I, I might have to disown him. <laughs> just be like. So yeah, he wore it, and I was like, "What's happening?" And then all of a sudden, now they're back in service. <laughs> I mean, I get that it's like, okay, you don't have to actually carry a purse. Okay. However. Yes. You're freaking weird. No. I mean, I mean don't guys like normally put their shit in their pockets? Because guys admit this. You, Everybody in the world has to admit this. Guys have better pockets in their pants. Because okay. they have bigger pockets. I got to say this. Deeper pockets. You got to say this. Adam has a pair of cargo pants, and I was very curious one day because I'm like, I counted the number of pockets on his cargo. I'm gonna tell me how many are there. Eight. Who needs eight pockets? And they're not just like, I mean, they're big pockets. What does he put in them? Nothing. He probably uses one. But he could. He could. It's. I think perhaps it's the idea that you could use it, just like on my carpenter pants when I was in sixth grade, the age of twelve. What could you possibly need a hammer for? But there's a hammer loop on my carpenter pants. In fact, my dad one day put a hammer in that just to prove what it was for and there to put go. it to use. But, but it's you were funny. Cool. You, were, you were cool shit, though, in your carpenter pants. I mean, am I making Mickey Mouse shirt? I was yep. cool shit in my gets on the block. Yeah. Danny back. Mm, I was, it was so cool. So yeah, definitely. Not. <laughs> we okay, would you wear okay. one now? Would you wear one of those new ones that are out? Like All right. the, the nicer, looking the Michael ones? Kors ones. Yeah, there are Michael Kors ones. Mm-hmm. I, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, would I wear? Oh, one? there's all. There's all. All the major brands have them. So okay, I need to at least clarify something. So like fanny pack as a fanny pack as we know it and grew up with. The last time I had one was probably third grade. Okay. However. As a runner, mm-hmm. they sell these like weird little like. Well, they sell this one that's not that great in my opinion. I don't even remember what it's called, but it's like so skinny, and you're just like, I can't put shit in here. Oh, it's, I've like, seen moves those. Around, right? Yeah. But I have another one that I bought that is the best thing that I've ever had, and I think my sister bought one, and I know my mom used it. And where it last is it from? Week. It's called Fit Belt. Okay, I think I bought it at a running at like one of like the. Um, what are those where you pack and pick up and all that stuff? There's like an expo. Oh, and okay. I was going through and I was like, shoot, I need, I have a big phone. I was like, mm-hmm. I need something to hold my phone, to hold my driver's license. So I have identification to hold, like if I'm going to a race by myself, like my car key, or if I'm like out running by myself, my keys. Yeah. Um, you know, just like important things, couple, you know, a little bit of cash or whatever. And so I so you want to stop and get some wine on your way home. Yeah, exactly. To make the run a little <laughs> bit more enjoyable. Um, but so I remember I, when I was looking at this, I was like, wow, this actually like lays pretty flat, like in the front yeah. or in the back. It's totally up to you. I've worn it on my hip. It is like perfect. Now it's not quite as big as a fanny pack. However, I, so is it considered more of a belt? I think. Okay. But. I think that some people could say, oh, that's technicality. Hmm. Now, I look at the... Felt first fanny pack, yes, the debate. The debate. But I do... Like, I was just at a couple concerts last week. Lots of people were wearing fanny packs. 
And let me tell you, I was slightly jealous because I had my purse slung over me, which was obnoxious. But if, if, if you, if honestly, if you do use a fanny pack and same thing with like the wine tastings, you have so much craft to hold on to. And you're just like, it's so much easier if I have my arms, my hands free, my body free. And I don't feel like somebody can like pull down on me with my purse. And I don't know. It's probably very hard to steal. Probably not. You gotta do the fucking clasp thing, and that's it. It'll oh. fucking fall off right. I away. don't remember how they clasp. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they've changed. So what you're saying is, you want me to get you one for Christmas? No, for my birthday. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Would I feel stupid walking out of the house with it? I don't yes. know. Would you? Okay. Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> me too. Unless I was going to like some themed thing. I just don't think that I would feel comfortable walking, but I do think that there is a benefit to using one. Okay. I just feel like I'd look like a tool wearing it. <laughs> okay, let's move on. What what other what other big fashion? Okay. So one of my well, I'm dying at some of the things that you put on here, but uh, scrunchies. Yeah, you know I've been seeing a lot of those lately. I even bought. They're skinny. I, I almost slapped you. I. <laughs> <laughs> I bought because I Jamie, was Jamie, what are you thinking? Guess what? So I bought them because I was going to a bowling charity event. And it was themed 80s rock star. And I just needed... I was going to crimp my hair and all this shit. And I was like, I just need... I need something bright in my hair. And what else do you turn to but a scrunchie? And so I went to Walgreens and bought a pack of scrunchies. They sell them? <laughs> they do. Were they colored? How colored were they? I have a lime green one in my car if you want to oh. go see it. Um, it's How big was the scrunch? Okay. Well, it, that, in fact, it was so skinny. It was like, it's this big. It'll fit around my wrist, and it's so tiny. It's okay, not so like the scrunchies that, the we, scrunchie that we Yeah. Because in high school, we used to do fundraisers at the high school during, like, football games and stuff. And we'd sell scrunchies for like a buck. I don't even know who made them. They were homemade scrunchies. Oh, I'm sure they were amazing. Um, They were my favorite because I had this plaid one that was like blue and gold. I'm sure the scrunch was massive. It was unbelievable. And you know, when you put it on, you have to like fluff it up like just right. So it's not like a shim. Like it's like. And your ponytail has to be, like, centered perfectly so that the scrunch is, like... You're talking to, like, somebody who has undiagnosed OCD of some sort. So, yeah. (laughs) Me too. Indeed. know that. Indeed. We're quite a pair. Yep. Sarah and I. There's this woman at work who wears this black scrunchie, and that's all she has ever worn, and I've never actually seen her without it. Really? Ever. Not once. Is it real? Is is her hair? Is that real? like an attachment? Yeah. No, her hair is real. Okay. And she's also got feathered bangs. What? She has feathered bangs. So and a ponytail with a black scrunchie that I haven't seen down in seven years. Okay. So do I agree with scrunchies nowadays? Not really. I don't either. We have found um, more practical ways to put our hair up, ladies. It's this tiny little thing that's around my wrist. Ca- you know what? I really like these days. I know that you do. The phone cord looking ones. I have one of yours in my bag, and I'm so glad you mentioned it because I need to give it back to you. <laughs> you can have it if you'd like. <laughs> but it's, yeah, you're right. I it's like, like them yeah. because they don't put that. Pull your hair. Yeah. 
The only thing is that I am also weird because whenever I like run or put my hair in a ponytail, I need it to be like tight. And I feel like those don't keep oh, my yeah. hair quite as tight. No, so. I can't wear them when I'm working out. Yeah. It's more of like a home or yeah. Hangout situation. Yeah. Just put it up so you don't get a dent in your yeah, hair. And like also you do I, li- I like them better on my wrist because they don't hurt on my wrist. I think that they look like they, they can look like those, um, bug repellent. Oh wrist yeah. Wrist things too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That just dawned on me because I have a million bug bites right now. But, okay, so scrunchies. Um, (laughs) Fluorescent colors. Those are really popular. That's coming back, right? Yeah, yeah. I actually have a hot pink t-shirt that I like. I'm actually digging that trend, to be honest. Are you? Yeah. I'm kind of afraid of color, so. I I know that you normally are, but, like, you pull off color really, really well. I once in a while will be like, bam, there it is. But, like, I'm also very picky about what color. Like, I don't wear yellow. I don't wear much green. I don't wear orange. Um, I only wear... You don't wear green? Only I only have, like, a couple green things. But lime green, definitely not. No, I wouldn't put you in lime green. No. But if you're, like, a hot pink, a hot red... Ooh, I know red's your color. Red I can do. (laughs) I like red. Yeah, I don't know. Mint green? No. No, you're too dark for that. (laughs) I'm just saying you can wear lighter colors. But yeah, I can't I can't do yellow. You look good in yellow. I know. Yeah. Mm. Can't do yellow. I was just judging some blondes that I saw wearing chartreuse and I was like, what the hell is with this blonde chartreuse situation? Oh, did you get it? Did I get it? We've been after this fruit fly. God damn it. Okay. It's still gonna haunt us people. He's quick. He's quick. So wait, wait, wait. Are we happy we're happy that's coming back? I don't know. I'm actually I I think the fluorescent. It depends on what setting. Like, do I want to wear a like evening gown that's like no? That's like prom. That's like prom when we were in high school. The bright pink. The I I actually wore red to prom. I Sarah, this is the look of somebody who's not surprised. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I I need more wine. I need more wine. wine? I need more wine again. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. I've been slacking. Jamie's have, has been hiding the wine next to her. I, I have it, like, right to my left-hand side. So what right? color was your prom dress? Oh, wow. my God. Wait. Hold on. Let me finish this. Well, so we'll have an empty bottle with a filled glass for our picture. Mm-hmm. Um, my prom dress, I only went to one prom, and it was blue. It what was kind like of blue? What's the right color? Cornflower blue? No, cerulean. Cornflower blue? Cerulean. Oh, I think I know what that is. Mm-hmm. It's that's like a, pretty. Yeah. That's pretty. It was It was okay. But that's, you want to know the funny pretty. thing? There was somebody at the same at my same prom who was wearing it in hot pink. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know about. Eh, but that's maybe. a thing now, right? Well, I think the whole cutout thing is like a thing now, but I don't I don't know. Sunflowers? That's not coming back. Yes, it is. What the? F- I have seen. What? No. Okay. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So, okay, I'm going to tell you something. I didn't tell you this before. Uh-oh. Oh, my God, you guys. So, when I went to what Napa last week, <laughs> I had two weird Milwaukee or Wisconsin-related things happen okay. or become apparent to me. So, I went on this trolley tour and... Uh, my mom and I were talking to this couple and they're from Wisconsin. Okay. They're from Stevens Point. 
This girl. My friend's from there. Yeah, I have a friend from there, too. I was like, where the fuck is this yeah. point? Um, this couple, I was talking to them, and, like, they were so cute. They looked real young. Uh-huh. But they were so cute. And this girl, I'm. this is combining two of our cyclical trends. Okay. We got a long pantsuit romper. Strapless. Okay. okay. Strapless, long that pant cute. romper. Okay. Sunflowers. Hmm. It actually, let me tell you, this girl like pulled it off like no other. And I was like, damn, she looks really cute. I'm not sure if I saw that on anybody else that I would be like, yeah, that's a good choice. You know? Yeah. Like giving her like, uh, it was so bizarre, but I was like, man, sunflowers really are. And then I went to a couple concerts. Sunflowers, I feel like are everywhere. Hmm. And back in 1996, I had a pair of favorite sunflower biker shorts, but. I don't think I ever got too much into the sunflower thing. No? Maybe like my Lisa Frank folder. Oh, Lisa Frank. (laughs) I think there were some sunflowers on one of those. Wait, Lisa Frank was like the ponies thing, right? She had all sorts of things. It wasn't the Sanrio stuff. No, I don't think so. She had all sorts of stuff, though. Oh, man, Sanrio. All right. Plaid. No, girl, wait. Hold on a second. I'm going to skip because I need to ask you about this. Oh, okay. Shit. Shoulder pads. Oh, I think I put that on the list. <laughs> what pads. the f is up with shoulder pads? Um, I, don't I know. used to cut them out. I never even liked them when they were a thing. Did you have these? With them? Yes. <laughs> I used to buy like a blazer or something, and then there'd be these like oh fat ass shoulder pads in there, and I'm like. I had shoulder pads in a tank top. This was in like 2005. And it was from Express. And it was like a very, it was the material of a bodysuit, but it wasn't a bodysuit. Okay. It was in fact a tank top. But it had somewhat of a cap sleeve, but they had weird little shoulder, like mini shoulder pads. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I was like, that's a thing now. I remember I cut them out because I was yeah. like, what the fuck? That's a thing now, though. I might still have that. <laughs> the, the shirt or the shoulder pads? The shirt. <laughs> I like, might still have that shirt. What do shoulder pads add? So I'm wondering if it was like more like a power play. Like, I actually... So this is funny. Um, do you remember those 80 videos with like the woman and she had like the huge shoulder? Indeed. Yeah. I recently watched... Oh my God, what's the name of this movie? There was a movie that was just happened to be on TV, and it was one of those stupid things where you're like, this looks so dumb, but I'm going to keep it on. <laughs> and it was Michelle Pfeiffer, and it was like Married to the Mob, I think is, I think that might be the name of it. I like her. And Oh, she's what great. to her? This was like a long time. I think this is like sort of like before she was in like Grease 2. Did like she just make she all her money start? and then decided to hide out? Is that what happened? I mean, well, you hit Catwoman, and you're like, what the hell? Oh, did you ever watch that one fine day with George Clooney? I love that movie. I love that movie, too. Especially when she wears a little dinosaur, or the race car. Mm-hmm. What's her dinosaur shirt? Oh, her son's shirt. I was like, of course she can fit into her son's shirt. What the fuck? But, She's um, like the cutest thing. She is. I agree. I actually I agree. wanted her and George Clooney to actually get married in real life after watching that movie. Sure. And those two little kids were so cute. I know. They're the best. Damn, now we got to watch that again. We should, actually. We're going to add that to our okay. movies to watch list. Okay. Um, but anyway, so Michelle Pfeiffer in this movie, her shoulder pads were cray cray. And I understand that this is probably. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. It was like so bizarre. And you're just like, what are you trying to accomplish? 
I'm curious if it's supposed to be like a, I have broad shoulders. Because consider the slightness of some women and like the narrowness. And I don't know. It's like some weird association of broad shoulders or like powerful people. And I don't know. Is that attractive? I don't think it is. I, I would be curious to ask a guy. I think they're all going to say back no. in the day and say, did you think that this chick was hot? I think the answer's well, it's Michelle Pfeiffer. They're all going to well, think I she's am. hot. And, and the thing is, in the perspective of the day, I mean, consider that trends, like, usually there's, like, somewhat of a segue. It's not like a, it's not like a uh, drastic jump from one trend yeah. to the next. It's like a weird little... There's an in-between period, right? An incubation period, if you will. And then and then it, it all of a sudden becomes popular because it celebrities start doing this. We already talked about the power of Hollywood. This is true. I mean, celebrities, like, make this a thing. So, plaid. So, plaid. It's like the grunge look. That's what I, I mean. I kind of like plaid, though. Do you like, like... How do you like to wear plaid? plaid? How do you like to wear plaid? I mean, I'm not going to be like, okay, I'm going to wear this fancy plaid dress. (laughs) Do they make them? Yeah. What? Yeah. You haven't seen those? No. They're like on the runway. What? Yeah. Mm -mm. Um, I just First of all, I hate runways. We're going to get into it because I think we've hit a crazy point this year. I I don't know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um... I like wearing them, like, with jeans, like, hanging out, like, just, like, you know, it's a Sunday afternoon, like and plaid I've got shirt. my plaid shirt and my jeans, yeah. and I'm good to go. I think that's a comfortable Milwaukee yeah. thing. Like, going to brunch. Yeah. A weekend brunch. Super cute. My cute plaid shirt with the non-ugly colors in it. Yeah. No yellow. I'm like... <laughs> I'm super into, like, the whole, like, red thing. Sean actually has some plaid stuff. I like the red. I think guys have always and will always look... Good in plaid? Sexy in plaid. Yeah. It's stupid. I I don't think it's ever gone away for guys. Guys always have worn plaid. Yeah. It's just a new thing thing for girls. The girl thing is interesting because I think that, you know, it's sort of segued from, like, different... In its in by plaid by itself, like, segued through, like, a bunch of different trends, right? So, like, we went from, like... The 90s grunge trend. And then we had Clueless, right? That yeah. movie. It was, like, pretty iconic. And Cher wears this yellow plaid skirt and this whole, like, getup. And I feel like the plaid skirts, like the schoolgirl skirts, were, like, very, very popular. I still think those are cute, though. But I also I I went cute, to a Catholic I, school and I did wear plaid skirts. I mean, so I don't know why I think they're cute. I actually went out and bought plaid skirts even though I didn't go to a Catholic school because I thought they were cute. I, I still have a favorite one. one. I have a whole favorite outfit that I used to wear mm. when I was in high school, but I recycled that a long time ago. Anyway, I had a plaid strapless dress most recently. What? When? But it wasn't like plaid. Do you have a photograph plaid. of this? It was actually cute. It wasn't like plaid, obvious plaid. It was like subtle plaid. I feel like I need very to see dark this. colors. Well, and I described that my favorite scrunchie from high school was a plaid scrunchie. <laughs> yeah, you know, plaid. I'm not. I I don't need it. No, I think it's okay. It's one of those things where, like, I feel like now, like, if I see plaid, like, I like it as a trend and like for people to wear like plaid shirts and things like that. 
I also, I think that in my mind, I also associate it with sort of like wintry months and like just like hanging out by a fireplace and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like when you go to pick apples, apple picking. Ah, do you go a lot? Uh, at least once a year, at least. Really? Yeah, man. I'm from Michigan. Oh shit. Do you do you do that every time you go back to Michigan? You go to the apple orchard. Have you ever gone up here? I have gone. I've gone to one uh, on the border of um, Wisconsin and Illinois. It's on the Apple Holler. No, it was a different one actually. Oh, I hear there are some that are really nice that are like slightly southwest of Milwaukee. Yeah. So we should go. Yeah. Because I've never, I actually don't think I've officially ever been apple picking, but I'm going to put this out here and I'm putting this in front of DVP World. Okay, everyone, it's on the record. We're both going to wear plaid shirts when we go apple picking. Hell yeah, we are. (laughs) Or you need to come and, not or, and you need to come to (laughs) my favorite cider mill in Michigan. Yeah, know that too, for sure. Amazing. We have talked about how we need to do a DVP trip out there. Dude, you should come with me in October. I'm going to be going. All right, you tell me the dates and we'll All right. figure this out. Let's do it. Do it, DVP. DVP travels. Hashtag DVP travels. <laughs> I always feel like Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake when I do hashtag this. I feel like we I get have really to. excited, guys. Ooh. Okay, um, so, geez. Plaid. Okay. So these like trend shit. Oh, the high waisted. Let me just tell you something. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. A couple of years ago, sorry, I got very excited about this. I'm really excited about it. A couple Jimmy's <laughs> a little scared. A couple of years ago, when I saw these high-waisted jean shorts that are like cutoffs and show half your ass. It's like someone cut mom jeans way too short. Listen. Listen, that <clears throat> gives you like the worst kind of ass, even if you have a nice right? ass. Am I, Yes, you just yes, totally. I don't like ass hanging out. I'm so sorry. Even if your ass is the most amazing ass Ex- of all I, time, thank you. Because I wanted to say that, and then I was like, should I say it? But yes, mm-hmm. Sarah's gonna say it. Sergeant Sass is gonna say it. So the thing is, those what you just described seems like everything should be shifted down like two to three inches and just like hang out there. So you maybe instead of a mom like that high waisted nonsense yeah. and. Don't get me wrong. I have high-waisted workout pants. Oh, so I love them. Oh, my God. They're Lululemon all the way. (laughs) I'm wearing them right now. Yeah, no. Those are okay. However, high-waisted jeans, I... Okay, but high-waisted jeans, if you want to wear just regular jeans. You okay with them? I'm not wearing them. You just don't like... That I still think your ass looks mom assish, but the the whole cutoff looks so long, right? Yeah, you have to change. So I also think that when you choose your jeans, it is very important to consider where the The pockets lay. Yes, on your ass, the the ass. Everyone look in the in the mirror. Look at at the ass ass before you purchase jeans. Okay, that's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. Thank you. Okay, thank you. No man finds that like cutoff high waisted shit attractive. Let me just tell you. I Are have you been sure? Positive. I haven't met one, at least. Maybe there are some. Maybe there are some that are like, hey, mama, come over here. Hmm. But no. I've actually never been, I mean, like, Adam was like, he actually, and he never really comments on, like, fashion or whatever. But, like, we were, I can't remember where we were. And he was like, what is up with all these girls wearing these jean shorts? He's like, they oh, look man. awful. And I'm like, yeah. 
Also, that being said, they were like the very wrong people wearing them. Okay. Like there was like... Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I'm not going to go into it. Okay. Um, anyway... <laughs> But I mean, but okay. I don't like it's. I don't think it's an attractive thing. I mean, I don't know. There's probably some guys that find it attractive, but okay. Can we somewhat not way into the situation where? So what you just said, some people really like certain trends, mm-hmm. and they also perhaps to some people overplay it or what? Oh no, I was gonna say like, I also want to applaud anyone who finds something that they feel comfortable wearing. To wear it. However, there are people that I'm out and about and I'm like, are you actually comfortable wearing that? Or are you just wearing that because it's trendy? So, I haven't been comfortable in heels before, but I enjoy heels. You do? I do. Mm. You know what? Okay. I am never comfortable in heels. I have weird ass feet. And I, like- I, I find some heels pretty comfortable. I remember I had this pair in college that were amazing. They were like Jessica Simpson, and then I wore the shit out of them, and I had to throw them out, and they don't make them anymore. So it was really, really sad. That's a sad story. I know. They were so comfortable. I feel like you should try and find them somewhere. I tried another pair on, and they just did not work. They They scrunched my toes, and I have weird feet issues. But... So it's very challenging for me to go shoe shopping. And to be honest, I feel most comfortable. Like I, if ever I buy a pair of heels, I'm always like, wherever I go, I'm going to have to be able to pack another pair of shoes so that I can change out of these. And it's, for me, that's like not great. Like I, do I wear heels? Yes. On a very rare occasion. The majority of the time though, I, I end up wearing flats. And find something that can, like, work with whatever the heck I need to wear it to. I don't know. I like heels. You're already taller than me, though. I'm not much taller. I'm a 50-50. I probably wear heels half my life. Do you wear them to work? Uh, Not every day, but I would say, again, half the time. Okay. Maybe it's 60 heels, 40 flats. Okay. Yeah. But... Anyways, heels have always been in fashion, so I think we're getting a little off topic. Yeah, but I think, you know, it's like, it's talking about comfort, right? So, like, I mean, we talked when we first, like, opened this particular segment of the podcast episode. It was, like, talking about, it was talking about, you know, like, these things are on trend, right? But are we... On fleek? Are we people on fleek? And I have to do the eyebrow thing. It's, yes. Um... Who started that shit? Who? I can't. Okay. Sorry. So you want to know what's on the runway now? Now that we've gone through all this stuff. Yeah. I Okay. I, I like fashion, but I think high fashion and runway stuff. If someone walked into even a high, even like a posh party. Yeah. Nobody's wearing this. some of the stuff that I've recently seen on the 2018 runways. I mean, people would laugh at them. Right. Like, okay. And I have to think that it's not necessary. When I go to get my hair done at this place, they always have fashion runway shows. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm on the Marie Claire website and I like Marie Claire. Yes. But okay. They're fashion trends for 2018. One of them is Crayola as in the colors. Hey, 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 hey. We did talk about Crayola making a box of wine colored crayons. So oh, yeah, we did. You know. 
Uh, also pastels. Oh shoot, no. <laughs> Easter Ooh. egg. You look like an Easter egg in pastel. one on the left that has two pastels. Oh, let's no, not blend them. Dull it down a little bit with something that's like a little more palatable, if you will. There's the wrap jumpsuit. I don't mind. Hang that. on, I that it's cute actually. It's cute. I, could I pull it off? Nope. But still, 1980s day and night. I see. I mean, there's some like garbage bag looking thing, but that's. I mean, okay. Also, probably a ton of sequin shit because sequins were really, really huge in the 80s. The crazy eyeliner, crazy uh, makeup colors, and things like that. I mean, my mom. I've heard. Well, I know that my mom used to wear like blue eyeshadow. Is this like the Farrah Fawcett stage? Well, she always had short hair, so she never did like the Farrah Fawcett Ah, hair, but. In terms of makeup, I you know how like finding like a red lipstick is like one of the hardest things for a female mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. because of it. There's so much yeah. teeth color, skin color, like blah, blah, blah. I think the blue eyeshadow is something very similar, but everyone wants to do blue eyeshadow, but it's not necessarily great for every skin tone, every eye color, every Most whatever. No, right? Yeah. So feathers, yeah. feathers is on here, guys. Everyone get a bird. <laughs> Pluck a bird. Oh, there's your fringing. There's my fringing. Fringe, fringe. We're on fringe. the fringe. Fringe is on the fringe. Please don't wear it. Okay, Palm Beach you. Glamour. So prints are really in now, too. I basically I think everything's that, a freaking free-for-all. Wait, 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 wait. But prints are fine. Especially, like, eye cap prints. Something that's, like, very interesting that, like, has, like, a lot of color, a lot of depth to it. I, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that that's bad. I think prints look better on other people. I can't do them. I think, I think, no, yes, you can. Mm-mm. You, that one that you just showed on the screen, you could definitely pull that off. Because it has more of, like, that olive color to oh. it. And, like, the greenish. So. Power shorts. What the fuck are power shorts? I think they're like business pants, but shorts. Those look like... No, people don't wear that. No. I mean... I did just buy a pair... High-waisted shorts? No. I did just buy a pair of jean shorts at Banana Republic. (laughs) They're cute. Oh, okay. I'll wear them for you next time I see you. Oh, yay. She'll wear them for me. (laughs) Women dress for other women, though. It's totally true. (laughs) Like, I don't dress for... In fact, actually, I think Sean and I just had that conversation. Women dress for other women. Uh, rubber and plastic. Gross. Get that shit out of here. Nobody needs to wear that. It's not breathable. You're going to sweat in that shit and it's going to be stupid. Nope. Next one. Get out of here. Um, there's some metallic in here. Metallic? Metallic. Like metallic fingernails? No, no, no. Like metallic clothes. I actually did this for Halloween once. What type of metallic did you I was a Hershey Kiss. Oh, but that... Okay, 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 okay. And I wore, like, silver metallic, like a silver metallic. I painted a jean skirt I had, silver metallic, and... You actually... Whoa. I painted. That's a big deal, though. You were willing to part with said piece of clothing. Oh, it was... I mean, it was pretty scandalous, so I was (laughs) like, I gotta wear this one more time before it's time to retire. One more time before you toss it. Yeah. And um, I bought this metallic, really metallic tank top, and then I paired it, and then I wore, like, a Hershey Kiss hat. Oh. So you were, like, a sexy Hershey Kiss. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, all right. It's like the sexy nurse thing. You're yeah. not really wearing scrubs and, like, a frock. But my skirt looked like this one on Marine Claire. 
But that's, mm. uh, I mean, I feel like it's that's like cute you're the tin in the man. right way. True. But I feel like it's cute in the right way. I think it could be pulled off. I mean, if you're I in the cannot. Wizard of Oz play. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if I only had a brain. <laughs> so, so you're not digging the metallics. I think that, listen, Elvis Presley in the gold lame suit worked in the 1960s. I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say it would work now unless you were actually posing. But here's the as thing Elvis Presley. No one can think of anything original these days, so they're just bringing back old shit and making it worse. I mean, that's true. I just saw, get this. So I know we talked a little bit about Sanrio, we talked about scrunchies and all like the fluorescent crap. I was just, Sean and I were just watching like, some it was so funny because we were watching something about there's like this young girl I wish I remembered what her name was but she's a I'm gonna air quote it music artist okay okay I use the term loosely but she noted yeah mm-hmm. but she it's like all poppy she has a this is not this is not a joke okay so I'm gonna try to paint a picture okay she has her hair. Up in a an upper side pony. Oh, okay. But wait, 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 wait. Her hair. I don't know if you remember this trend because I do. Her hair was slicked down into the pony with hairspray. Are you kidding? I perfected that. Did you? Oh yeah, like once upon a time. I did that with like pulling it back, and then I had a little bang thing here. But anyway, so this girl. She has this all like hairsprayed up into the tightest ponytail she can get. Side pony, upper side pony. So it's not even like low, which I think is cute. Can be cute. It's like hanging I up think I'm on the enough. top. You actually, yeah, you actually are. And I all said that without even realizing what. <laughs> so that's wonderful. I am sporting the low side pony, <laughs> people. You're trendy to me. Um, but so it was like upper right and she had a scrunchie in it. And then she was wearing like little like crop top, like almost like a almost like a Sanrio Lisa Frank type shit, and like a short, and it's all poppy poppy music, and she's dancing and singing about it's like gumdrops and whatever the fuck, and lollipops, basically lollipops. <laughs> but so I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it because that to me is from like nineteen ninety seven. And girl, you weren't even born then. Oh, damn. Burn! I mean, what the hell? Like, you can't possibly... Not you, Sarah, you, or you listeners, you necessarily, but this chick, I really wish I knew her name. Um, I should try to flip that up. But, um, like, there's no way that she could know, like, what that is and, like, why that was a thing. Yeah, but the crop top is, like, new, you know. I... Okay. It's back. I will never wear With a crop top. I won't either, but I mean... I take it back. I have an Adidas crop top that our friend gave me. Ooh. So I wear it to work out sometimes, or to my pool. Sexy. That's it. Hmm. It's Adidas. I think if you have it's the right body, top. then it's cute. But most people don't. No, 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 no. I don't. Mm-mm. But I mean, I think... I think... I think that, like, if you can pull it off, it's kind of cute. Well, and that's the thing. But it's like... How do you know you can pull something off? Like, I almost feel like it's like if you feel comfortable. You put it on and look in the mirror. Shh. But you decide, can I pull this off or not? But some people think that they can. If you you are doubting it, you probably can't. I doubt everything. 
I'm like a doubter for myself. Like, I don't well, think I'm trendy, so I just wear my workout clothes. I guess, and yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's not home. true. <laughs> if you doubt it, you can't. Maybe that's not true, but I don't know. I think you can. Ask someone. That's what you need girlfriends for. Yeah. Get and ask someone that's going to give you their honest opinion, not someone who just wants to like, get going to give you fluff and yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, need, you need real friends in your life. Yeah. Hashtag real friends. So, 2018, we've got a variety of fashion trends. That we can expect. Yeah. I don't know how many of them I'm going to be wearing. Um, we're both probably just going to be wearing our workout clothes, our DBP <laughs> shirts, um, our work appropriate attire, which is typically going to be in, I'd say the black color range, black, gray, gray. Okay. Gray. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I do sometimes wear some brightly colored dresses when I have to go into the office, but you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I'm not really going to be one of the ones to like sport the runway. Nope. Mm-mm. You know, if I, if they would put something cute on the runway, I'd be excited. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot disagree. Because, <laughs> I mean, I enjoy fashion. It's not that I don't. It's just like... Well, there's fashion and there's like runway fashion. It's true. Am I right? Like, true. Yeah. So, listen. Are we on trend? Maybe in some respects. In the DBP respects, I think that we are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I'm not wearing some fringe metallic, like grungy plaid dress. Listen, I know we have Harley Davidson here, but fringe shit? Nope. No, thank you. No. So anyway, uh, that was fun. That was a a blast on memory lane, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Send us your favorite uh, fashion photos. Or post pictures and tag at DBP Cheers on your favorite fashions. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> it will be amazing. Amazing. Um, but anyway, on this note, we are literally polishing off the bottle it of ten dongs. Like, I mean, it's again. It's a, a, it's a pretty easy wine to drink. It's super easy. Uh, I'm not even going to think of the number of glasses we've drank in yeah. an hour. But oh. anyway. Cheers, bitches. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform to help spread the DBP word. Check out our website and blog at dbpcheers.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at dbpcheers or on the Drunk Bitches Podcast Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you, so send your questions, comments, and fun wine or topic ideas to dbpcheers at gmail.com. Until next time, cheers Cheers from from the the girls of DBP. DBP.